Yo, what's up? What's up? Yo, it's your boys Johnny Woe and J Mo. J Mo, J Mo. Yeah, man. Welcome again to Still the Shit Radio Podcast. You know what I'm saying? Glad to have y'all here, man. Good to have everybody. Yeah, man. I appreciate all the listeners that's out there. You know what I'm saying? That, you know, just keep logging in, just listening to us. Man, we're just trying to keep this shit moving, keep this ship steering. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, so this is episode six on a Friday um evening, right? Yeah, Friday evening because the sun just went down and shit at seven. <laughs> uh, December twenty seventh. Yeah, December twenty seventh. Yeah, man, seriously, what's been going on with you, bro? Holiday week. Yeah, man, shit, was Christmas, though. I don't think I even asked you that, though. I mean, Christmas was Christmas, man. I really don't do too much on holidays. I decided, I like to see my family members and be around them and stuff, but I don't really do shit. Mm, yeah, sure. I was around my family, man. I actually like when my family comes around because we don't we don't really get to see each other that much. Sure. So it's like when everybody comes through, you know what I'm saying, especially with the youngest Claiborne and stuff like that, it's like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's fun. It feels good. And then I went by my homeboy's house. And that was my first time actually getting a gift from two young ones. Like, they, you know, they got me this, this little chain right here, man. It's pretty cool. Man. Yeah, that's nice. Like a little arrowhead or some sort of stainless steel. I'm going to still wear that shit. I like that. That's pretty cool, mm-hmm. man. No lie. I'm not that really much of a big buff on jewelry. You know what I'm saying? So just simple shit like that would just, that'll ease me. Busting their ass in Street Fighter, you know what I'm saying? Because they got an arcade system. So I had to, like, you know, teach the little ones, you know, how to do the fighting game properly. I'm going to just whoop your ass. That's how it's supposed to go. <laughs> only, way, only one way they're going to get better shit. Don't ever talk down Chung Lee, guys. <laughs> Don't ever talk down that girl. My little girl, my my little um, goddaughter's like, oh, I don't like Chung Lee. She's like, you know, she's not that good of a character. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to show you. So, whatever. Mm-hmm. Hey, let me... I want to do one thing too. My bad. I didn't speak to the. I didn't speak to you about this before. I even did it. What's up? Well, before I do it, is I want to give guy everybody a backstory on leadership. Oh yeah, go do that, man. All right, guys, listen up. It's a backstory on leadership, baby. Okay, guys, get ready. Story time with Jamo. All right. Okay. And four year was this. Like 20, end of 2015, 2016, I wrote a song called Ship." The song you probably hear right now, playing in the background. And at that time, we were E-double-O-D, entertainment on our dollar. We just liked the thought of E-double-O-D. E-double-O-D was like us, you know, investing in ourselves, entertainment on our dollar. We're going to entertain y'all on our dollar. We're going to invest in it. You know what I mean? And, but it's like, we like the thought of it, but the name and shit just never, like, stuck. Like, we never, we liked it and we repped it and shit. Like, the acronym was cool, but we just never used entertainment. Yeah, it was kind of like a, look, something, something. It was a good, it didn't come natural. It was a cool roll off the tongue, I'd say, like, E-double-O-D. There we go. I even put it in a song. But... Steer the ship just have so much meaning to it, you know, with the song being a song and, you know, what it means to us with the meaning of the song, meaning steer the ship, controlling your destiny, you know, being at the helm, whether you taking accountability, responsibility, you know, you being motivational, whatever, you know, whether you being self-sufficient, 
whatever it may be. You know what I'm saying? So I felt like stewardship would be like the perfect thing to take with us. You know what I mean? So that's kind of what we got stewardship from. A song that we just love the meaning of and we took that meaning and made it way deeper than what even the song mean, to be honest. And now it is what it is. Stewardship Entertainment. You got Stewardship Radio. You listen to the Stewardship Podcast. Like, Stewardship gonna be like, shit, you know what I'm saying? And really, man, really what, what, what I strive for us to do out, this is the our creativity just flowing and stuff. We're just doing this, you know, we're just doing this just like really just stay out of trouble and just keep our minds fresh and stuff like that because man. we have other ideas and stuff, but I don't know. I just feel like jump, jump, like jump starting this one first. This was the more, honestly, the more effortless one. And I don't mean it like we don't put in work. I mean, like. like it's not hard to, to, like, it's not hard to create. It. Yeah, it's, it's like, like, like something that, you, that we could actually just create off the chemistry. Yeah, it's the type of shit that I'd be like, why not? Like, why are you not doing that shit? You can't come up like, oh, well, I need this. And man, I ain't got that. It's, no, you just not disciplined. Yeah, you just got to execute it. That's how I'm yeah. thinking about it now. Like, real talk, like, next year is going to be a whole, like, year of execution for me. Like, I'm just going to try to just accomplish as much as I can that I got thought out. Discipline and execution, man. Mm-hmm. But anyways, man, shit, let's get back on the, let's get back on to this, man. I know that was a very emotional topic for us, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, we... I almost cried, man. I almost cried. I don't think I've ever seen this nigga cry, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, like, yeah, let's get, let's get on to it, man. So, shit, NFL week. Almost the playoffs, you know what I'm saying? Your team is in the playoffs and shit like that. The only thing that's very exciting right now to me is the NFC picture. Okay. No one has clinched first seed yet. Okay, but can we get to my team real quick? Oh, let's go. Let's talk talk Texans. We might as well, you know, stay there real quick. Mm -hmm, Let's start out with them Bulls. The thing about it is with the Texans is who the fuck we going to play? Are we going to play Buffalo or Pittsburgh? What what, what seed are y'all, third? We're going to be the fourth. They say only how we get third seed if Kansas City loses the Chargers. Boy, Lord knows Kansas City ain't losing so the Chargers. Like, so, so if who's they like, sit Pat Mahomes, they ain't losing so, the so who can So who can get fifth and sixth seed? Uh, the Bills <coughs> locked into the fifth seed. I'm not playing the Bills. Oh, you're right. So we're going to either play the Titans or the fucking... Uh, so basically, we can pick... We really chose our own destiny right now. Yeah, right now. Whoever y'all, y'all play is going to be like pretty much the weakest team. No, what I mean by this is we can kick the Titans' ass and play Pittsburgh or we can just sit all our starters, let the Titans win, and Excuse play me. them again next week. Excuse me, you just say Pittsburgh? With Delvin Hodges, the fourth-string quarterback? Time out. Pittsburgh is actually still in the race. If they win and the uh, Titans lose, they in. That's embarrassing for your team, huh? No, that's not embarrassing for my team because my team has no has nothing to do with the AFC picture. No, I just thought because <laughs> they lost they, all their players too and they still somehow made it to a decent record. That's like, because they have a steady coach in Mike Tomlin. You're right about that. Mike Tomlin okay. is a steady-headed coach, you and they are not. They are, for some reason, I have a feeling that they are not gonna acknowledge this man. Bro, you crushed me with that one. I can't. <laughs> I'm I, I, I mean, Mike Tomlin is like probably your best, your best coach since I had since. Shit, who can you say? Because you know the Pittsburgh Steelers is a freak. Like, they only had like three or four coaches bro, in the history <laughs> of Pittsburgh. <laughs> but Pittsburgh is like it's, it's like you know that it's that franchise that has the most Super Bowl wins. Yeah, but they got, like, the least amount of coaches, probably. <coughs> was John Elway a coach for them one time? Hell no, John <laughs> No, not John Elway. I mean, John Madden. John Madden. John Elway is like the Raiders. A... Okay, yeah, John. Okay, okay. Nah. Uh, 
Bill Cowher and fucking Mike Tomlin. I know about Bill Chuck Noll. Chuck Noll, okay. Was he, was he they? Coach? Chuck Noll, like, wasn't that like a long time, huh? I mean, but you know, Bill Cowher was the coach for like 20 years. Yeah, I know, I know. This nigga Watson ain't been coached for over 10 years. Already. Yeah. yeah, probably about 10 years already. Yeah, yeah. So shit. It kind of made me think and reflect that's 30, on how they did my, Ron Rivera. That's my it life. It kind of makes me like see how they reflecting they did Ron Rivera, which I was like, that's kind of fucked up. I got dead homie, man. Y'all couldn't even give him the full season. But I ain't gonna lie to you. <clears throat> I can respect it, other than the fact that when the owner actually came out and said, "I want to look for another coach, bro. I ain't want to look for another coach while I had a coach. He gonna get paid regardless. He just ain't at work. Yeah, he's getting paid. That's what I'm saying. So it ain't like we just fucked his money off. It's just. Like, I want to look for another coach, bro, and it's disrespectful for me to have you and your staff here and me to but, bring other coaches here to look at my facility but it's crazy, to check but, out my team. But it's shit, crazy bro. that Pittsburgh, like, I just didn't know they were still in the hunt. And if they win and Titans lose, they in that bitch. So we, crazy shit. The Texans really picked their all destiny, bro. Yeah, the Texans are actually playing the kind of team. Play who y'all got to play next? We play the Titans this weekend. I better beat the Titans. If we beat them, we play Pittsburgh uh, next week in the playoffs. If we lose to the Titans, we play the Titans again. Take a dive. We can set all our stars. Nah, I don't know, man. Because the, nah, the Titans, us. They, they, they can come up sneaky, dog. I'm going to beat you out tight. But I, I ain't going to lie to you. I really want to play Pittsburgh, bro. Because they got, like, the four-string quarterback. And they got to come, they gotta come home. They got to come to y'all, too. That's yeah, not bad. You don't ever want to go play Pittsburgh in Second a playoff round. game. You we we gonna have to go to Baltimore. Baltimore. Unless fucking Baltimore, unless Buffalo somehow beat Kansas City. In Kansas City, we gotta go. Have, we gotta have to go to Baltimore. Other than that, we gotta go to Foxborough. And Buffalo's gonna have to go see Foxborough. Nah, Buffalo gonna be at home. Kansas if they City beat, if going, they beat, if they nah, if they beat Kansas City, they going to Baltimore. They the lower seed. Okay. At a high or the worst seed. So two will play three. We'll go to Baltimore. play four. We'll go to my yeah, we'll go to motherfucking uh Foxborough and beat the Patriots and then lose to Baltimore. <laughs> I feel like that should happen, but it's no way in hell. I ain't gonna say no way because the things It could happen. Yeah, it could happen. Oh, right, with it could Kansas happen. City losing, nah, I can't see it's no way I can see <coughs> I can't see Kansas losing to I can't right see now. them losing to the Buffalo Bills. But the Bills are home. actually good. They alright. But they ain't that good, bro. I yeah, just, now, not to keep up with the offensive explosiveness of, of, of like, you know, Patrick Mahomes. Bro, they gave 24 points to the Patriots, bro. You know the motherfucking what's name can double that shit. <coughs> yeah. uh, Kansas City Chiefs. So I ain't going to lie to you. Is man. Buffalo secondary that bad? They ain't bad at all. They, they ain't going to be easy. Yet. Remember, that's your boy over there, Sean McDermott. They I know. got a tough team. Like, they play like you say your boy. They, I hear a lot of people in ESPN say they yeah. play, they, they, they. What they say, they look like they coach. Yeah, so, that's how Sean McDermott played. Yeah, they say that. Our defense was nasty with yeah. him. Our defense was nasty with him. I loved it. So I know they play hard. I actually <coughs> seen them play when they played Dallas. And they played good. Josh Allen just. Josh Allen just like he's not. He can't yeah. there yet. Like, I ain't gonna lie to you. Last year, that nigga was trash as fuck. He's very, like, he's mediocre. Last like, year. He can get you there, but it's like, I'd rather have him as a backup. Oh, my up. God. Last year, that nigga was horrible. That's but the best year. Got? He came in. I ain't gonna lie. This year, this nigga did all right. Mm. He can run the ball. That's what they really did. I, I put that on coaching. They was trying to make that nigga like a pocket quarterback. This year, they running. They running with him, and he played way better this year. They get him. They run the ball. 
This Sean McDermott first year over there, or he was there last nah, year? Nah, this is like I think the second or third year. Yeah, last year he ain't do right, but whatever he did. In the well, well, when's the last? When's the last time we had Sean McDermott? It's like that Super Bowl, so it was like four years ago. So yeah, yeah he got his coaching. He been there for four years. Whatever he didn't do last last year, he didn't do right with that young man. But this year, I ain't he probably got a he probably got a hell of a um, quarterback coach. He probably did because that, that shit going right now, boy. He ain't all the way on point, but he like way better than he was last year. And that's all you ask for. Just improve, nigga. This only your second year. Wow, that makes you actually want to look into Buffalo, dog. I don't really look at Buffalo that much out of the 32 teams, man. But that actually makes me want to look at Buffalo. They earned your respect. They in the playoffs. Yeah, they did. Man, they, they, they did. For some reason, play. I've been looking at Buffalo. But then I'll be like, I don't know, Buffalo, because y'all in the AFC East. And all I'm looking all, the only pre, the only team I look at the AFC, I look at, at the, in the AFC East is the New England Patriots. They the New England Patriots but still win 6-0 against the AFC Buffalo. East. Always is like, y'all be lurking back. It's like they be lurking. Like, it coming too. Yeah, good thing I can ask. One thing I can tell you, I'm thankful for is that they don't get a home game, and Houston didn't have to go there. Because if Houston would have to go to Buffalo for a playoff game, they probably get looked at. Hell yeah, it's gonna be rough. It's gonna be probably snowy. It's gonna be ugly regardless. Like nigga, they should. I look at Buffalo weather right now. I guarantee that shit ain't pretty. Yeah, like Buffalo, Buffalo is, man. Shout out to Griselda Records. Upstate New York. I hope they hear this shit, but they ain't gonna hear this shit. But Upstate New York, you never know, man. Man, shit, shit. be reaching, bro. Hell yeah, man. Shit, they the only rappers out of Buffalo, New York, too. Anyways, but that's that's on that. We are gonna go back onto football. But yeah, the eight. The, okay, so we done. We're talking about the AFC. Yeah. You still got more shit to talk about in the AFC. I'm done. All right, cool. NFC, the most exciting one right now. No one has clinched the first seed, man. And it's coming down to three teams. Saints, 49ers, Packers. And I yeah, wouldn't Seahawks. You, why you be leaving the Seahawks out? I don't think the Seahawks. Oh, no, they're not in for the one seed. Yeah, I don't think they're in for the West Coast. Yeah, I don't think they could. I don't think they can clinch first. And I think I think San Francisco clinch. No, they did not. If San Francisco. Yeah, if they would have clinched. They would have got first. Bro, season. if San Francisco lose next week, they the five seed, bro. They drop all the way to if fifth. They can either, they either one or five, bro. If they win, they the one seed. They lose, they the five seed. Wow, they lose that the exciting. They, they, so Seahawks is in this in this race right. too. So they're not like in the front one though, because they have four yeah, yeah. So 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 say so say if San Francisco lose and they drop all the way that low, five seed. They ain't get no playoff. Saints, home, all they gotta do is beat Carolina. Carolina, yeah, and then they'll be yeah, that five is. Seed. The only way we could upset this is if we beat. Um, the Saints. But I'm going to tell you, the only sad part about that is, is that's not a good thing for the Saints, because the Saints can happen to see San Francisco in the second round, just because they didn't make the one seed. Hey, they'll take it because they get that bye. Everyone's yeah, really they would, but people, I, 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 think, I 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 think it's like this, I think it's like this, I think it's like this. Teams like this are fighting for that bye. They They're fighting for San that Francisco bye. Again, they don't give a fuck. They say, we're going to see them. They already know it. It's destined. It's not destiny. Yes, it is. In the, well, in the, in the, in the NFC, in the NFC playoff picture, it's destined for them, them to see them in the NFC championship. I think you would rather. I would rather see them in the NFC championship with a Super Bowl berth on the line than seeing them niggas in the second round, bro. And we're always forgetting about this one little team, the Packers. We were forgetting about Man, that. Packers ain't going to do shit. Bro. I don't know, boy. Bro, if Packers don't get one seed, they might lose in the first round, bro. They just, they just chilling third. They're going to get third seed. They're going to get thirsty. They're going to play wild card. They playing a tra- another <laughs> division that ain't that good, bro. Like, <laughs> what are the other teams that could go? Well, Minnesota did good. Minnesota, Minnesota already in the playoffs. They mm-hmm. finished like the five seed. So, Minnesota got the North? 
Nah, they in they clinched the playoff. They clinched like at least the, the oh, wild so, card. Oh, so they got a wild card. They yeah. clinched the wild card. Green Bay already clinched the number. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So, hey, what's the next team? Who's the last team? Nobody in the NFC on South. The West, you got Seattle. Oh, yeah, it's going to be the Seattle. Uh, got Seattle. San Francisco. San Francisco. One of them going to be the wild card. The East. We forget about Philly. Philly going to win the East if they beat the Giants, but they might lose to the Giants. Everybody know that. Who knows, bro? I mean, the whole fucking, like, e- NFC East is, like, it's embarrassing to me. I'm like, it actually got down all the way to, like, week maybe 13 or 14. All you had to do was one team had to win a game. He just had to win a game. And the Dallas Cowboys just kept losing. And Philly, Philly kept kept alive. They kept strong. And, you know, the Giants are the Giants. <laughs> the Giants are the Giants, man. But they actually are an interesting team to me. I guess because I play fantasy football, so I'll be uh, – They probably got good the players. Uh, they got to do Evan Ingram, one of the top tight ends in the league. They got fucking uh, Saquon Barkley, one of the top running backs in the league. And this nigga Daniel Johnson, one of the top rookies in the league. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't going to lie, that was pretty good. I, I didn't pick Daniel Jones one time on this year. But I know what he did because you don't just remember your hits, you remember your misses. Like, yeah. damn, that nigga threw five touchdowns. I would have picked that nigga, you know what I'm saying? So I remember all kind of shit that nigga did this year, running the ball and everything. That's what really keep me more statistically inclined when it comes to football is fantasy. Yeah, of yeah. course. Because I, be I pay attention to fantasy even though I don't yeah. play fantasy as much as you do. I mean, <clears throat> but stats are everything, really. Stats actually let you know how the player, like, stats are real. Yeah. I don't know, math is actually fucking, you know, it's the closest thing we actually have to, like, connecting and connecting to, like, I don't know, to things that we really can't understand. And the crazy part about it is, like, 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 if someone gives a ball to a running back, and that runner back on average like five yards per carry and shit like that, then you're confident that you know that this running back is going to at least get you three yards. Yeah. And numbers is my shit. Yeah. I always been able to just fuck with numbers fast in my head, mm-hmm. like for real. But that's what I do when I'm watching the score on the bottom of the screen. I see eight receptions. 94 yards, one touchdown. I'm already adding at 8 plus 9 plus 4 yeah. plus 6. And I'm like, cool, that's 15, 20. Then I'll be trying to scale four. like the attempts, like how many attempts was made towards him. Shit, that's only when I'm picking my players. I actually look at the attempts, like, you know, like how many throws that, like, you know, the quarterback makes and how many completions he actually if he made. Like, based on that, I actually, like, you know, can calculate the, the, the percentage before they even tell me. I'm like, oh, that's bad. Or, Damn, he's perfect this drive. Yeah. Like, he's killing it. That's how I get one. Yeah. <laughs> But I only look at the targets when I'm looking at who I will pick. Like, if I will pick a nigga, I got to know he get targeted a lot. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when it come, yeah, 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 when it comes to fantasy, it's like you need to know the player that is most active during that game. Mm-hmm. Like, <clears throat> everything comes down to fantasy. You got to know the opposition. Yeah. You got to know if, you, if your offense is not that good against this defense, if this defense has a good pass defense or a good rush defense, yeah. if your offense is heavy rush base. Very analytical. Yeah. It's like you got to really do on that shit. It's, and that's cool. I love that shit. Yeah. I like that shit, too. That shit is what factors into the buddy. Mm-hmm. That's what makes you separate the boys from the bed. Too bad I couldn't keep, keep up with that. I should have kept up with that shit. Yeah. Hell yeah. Like... I don't know, man. Like I said, like lately, I've been kind of falling back. I guess because the season's winding down, and like you get, I'm getting into the part of the season where you ain't gonna get like real games. You know what I mean? Like you gonna get some, 
But I'm saying, like, me picking my full fantasy team full of slate for a, a slate of Sunday games, yeah. it's kind of weird because some niggas ain't playing for shit. Yeah. So you don't know who's going to come out and lay an egg. You don't know what's going to go down. Like, Baltimore not playing nobody. You know what I'm saying? We know not to pick no players from there. But I'm saying, like, shit, I don't know. RG3 might come out in that bitch and go crazy. You know what I'm RG3? That nigga back up, he's going to start this week for Baltimore. <laughs> what? Yeah. Got so many other players coming back. Yeah, that Antonio Brown might get signed to the Saints. Yeah, but RG3 was there last year, too. Okay. He's been there for a couple of years holding it down. With his fucked up leg, huh? Yeah, my sister seen that nigga when he was going for the trial. No, he was he was going, he had just come from a trial with the Dolphins. Well, I don't know what the fuck he was flying to. Hmm. She seen that nigga at the airport in Miami. He was flying commercial. Oh, damn. Okay. Well, you know, he's um, he probably still first class nigga, you know. Ain't yeah. wrong with that shit. I ain't tripping on my shit. Yeah, that pain. Nigga, that hoe <coughs> like. Oh, that's cool, man. So you got to get where I got to go. I ain't trying to fill me back up real quick, man. I'm hungry in this bitch. I'm finding some chicken and some fries. And I shit. said, nigga, it's commercial. <laughs> nah, the first class, they treat you like a well, king. Well, first class, yeah. But not commercials. And nigga, this is commercial. Nah, man. commercial I mean, flight you know, has a first class. That's a section of the plane. That's the that's where they treat you different there. You oh, know? so she saw him in first class while nah, she was she like... she seen him in the, like the lobby. Okay. But, you know, you get on the plane, the first class get called first. They say, first class, please step up to the line. The first class. You flew in a plane. You flew in a plane like that. I never flew in a plane like that with the first class. Like shit, every damn. I, I ain't gonna say every plane, but shit, most respectful. I was like, you know, I was like, you know, Intercontinental Airlines. Yeah, but it ain't the it ain't the airport. It's the airplane. What, yeah, what the plane. Carrier, yeah. Yeah, we was like in like a economy carrier. Nah, see, you gotta be with like American Airlines, motherfucking Southwest, all the motherfuckers. They don't call first class first. Them niggas gonna get up there and they gonna close the door on your ass. Of course they gonna close the door on your ass. I ain't seen no niggas doors. That's a thing. <laughs> niggas up there chilling, watching movies, fucking getting fed. All their drinks and shit free, basically. They got free drinks, free everything. That shit would be lovely, man. Yeah. They bringing a nigga back some, you get back there in the bag and they bring you back the water is coffee in the goddamn world. After they gave me that coffee, I ain't gonna sit up. <laughs> I said she got a bag of peanuts and like a and some coffee. That yeah. was tight. I ain't want shit else. I was satisfied with that. You know, them crackers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I be by the window and I always got my shit to whatever my playlist or uh, my movies. I always have my shit lined up because I already know exactly how long this fight going to be. So I line up albums and TV shows. Mm-hmm. But I'm that, I get that shit from riding on the truck. So I already know how to like kill or I'm going to kill this shit. Like everybody, like you know, does a little like little playlist. Got their like, little yeah. thing, yeah. Everybody yeah. got their little thing for sure. I remember my shit back from like you know when I was like um Brian the Greyhound and stuff. You gotta have a long playlist for ground. <laughs> like I be having movie. I'm talking about literally movies, TV shows, series. All that shit to start downloading shit. So recently, I started watching movies. I have recently I started watching movies like you know, at my job and shit like that. It'd be funny. Uh, watching Black Panther, or Black Dynamite. Yeah. I need some other movies. Only those are the only two I got. Yeah, <laughs> I've been watching bullshit, but I ain't been watching nothing at work. I've been chilling at work. I've been watching this show called Unsolved. It's about the uh investigation on Pop, no, the, the Biggie murder. But as you know, they talk about Pac a lot. They got a lot of Tupac in it. Of course, it. they got a lot of Tupac the... in it because Tupac kind of got the shit started. Yeah, he kind of fucked Biggie over on that shit, but. He's the first. He's the one who got the melting pot, like kind of boiling a little bit. But um, <laughs> but, but 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 I don't I don't like looking into the unsolved mysteries of that. He shit. just happened like to that. team up with another nigga who didn't like 
Shug's boss. Like, his boss didn't like Biggie's boss. You know what I mean? Like, they literally had real beef with... Not real beef with Shug. Literally, like, genuinely... I think that's a little bit more to it than what they're just saying. Shug genuinely didn't like... That. I'm not, not, even, not about, even with Shug. I'm just saying, just like how Tupac was thinking and stuff like that. Yeah, because this is, like, literally, like, I, I watched three... At least three interviews... I, I listened to a podcast that season I was telling about on Slow Burn, where it was talking about the life of, kind of like getting into a little, it got into the investigation at the end, because after they died, that was like the last episode, the investigation, but it was more so about the life of Biggie and Pop, it was going through their childhood up until they met, and you know, on through there, until when they got into it, Pop in jail, all the way to where he went to the West Coast, to where they died, demise, and this, so this TV show is kind of like after you read a book and then watch the movie. So I'm pretty much watching this shit, like, knowing everything that's happening. I already know all the people. I know how these niggas, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah, so it's kind of like... It's an old story. Yeah, but it's kind of cool because these are detectives. You know, I don't do detectives and shit. I don't know them. I only know one dude, and I happen to know him because out of the three interviews I listened to, his interview I listened to, he happened to get one of the guys to flip. And that's how he found out who killed Pop. And, who killed Pop? Uh, Orlando Anderson. Orlando Anderson. He, the nigga that Tupac beat, beat his ass in the lobby of the MGM. Word? Yeah, you see him in the video, Tupac was stumping that nigga out. Yeah. Yeah, that nigga smoked Pop that same night in fucking Vegas behind that bullshit. He was stumped out. Yeah, because he a crook. You know what I'm saying? Oh. He a he L.A. nigga. He wasn't one of them just Vegas niggas up there chilling. He a L.A. nigga from Compton, Crip nigga, who was already, like, under investigation for multiple murders and ended up dying in, like, a four homicide. Like, four people died. Three people died with this nigga. Wow. He killed one nigga. The nigga that he killed, his partner killed him. Like, and then his partner that he was with got in a shootout with another nigga. Like, like it was like some real gangster shit at a car wash behind a little unpaid debt, bro. Orlando Anderson. Orlando Anderson killed Tupac, bro. <clears throat> and the nigga that the cops got to flip, he got to be queen for a day, which means in law enforcement that you can tell us anything and we can't indict you on anything you say, but you can tell us anything you've done. So he told that nigga the whole story of his cousin getting stumped out. His little nephew, he got stumped out. He came back to the homies because the homies was eating. That's why he was chilling in front of the lobby. He was just hanging out. He was he like, I'm good. He's trying to get into some shit. He trying to fuck with them hoes and shit, you know, at the MGM. But them niggas eating and shit. And pop them, see the niggas, stump them out. Then he go back and tell his uncle them what happened. And then they like, they ain't had no pistol. But they end up running into another one of the homies who had a strap on them. Because they like, bitch, we got into some shit. When we get back to L.A., we going to fuck these niggas up. He like, nah, I got a strap on me now, cuz. We can take care of this shit here. So they end up getting in the car. Shook them. Hey, you know, pop famous. They promoting the party after after party. We going to go here. So they went to where the after party was and hung out. But Tupac them had, then, you know, they just got into some shit. So he went to the hotel and whatever, took his time. They, they wasn't there yet. They So them niggas ended up saying they went to the liquor store and came back, got in the car and they left. And he said they was riding down one of the streets, Flamingo or Koval, wherever it was, because they ended up meeting at the intersection. That's where Pac got killed there. But, but that nigga say that 
he was driving. They couldn't see him, but he heard people call. You know, when people see the famous person call, they, oh, Tupac. He said he heard true, people true. saying Tupac's name, and he looked over, <clears> and he seen them driving in a 750. You know, Suge had that big-ass BMW, a 750. He said when he seen that shit, that U-turn, they went over there. He said he would have killed the nigga, but his nephew was on the same, on the side, you know, on the side of the car. He's like, shit. So I handed the nigga the gun. And he said when they drove up on a nigga, because they stopped at the light. And when they rolled up beside him, he just hung out the window and let loose on that nigga Pop. And that's why Pop bought it, because he said Pop was trying to jump in the back seat. And he ended up shooting Shug. Yeah. Damn. <clears throat> and then they ended up being a war in L.A. behind that shit, because they shot Shug. It wasn't behind Pop. It's because Shug got shot. You know, Shug was like a big blood out there. Big pot group from Compton. Yeah. And that's a Compton crib. So, nigga, we've we been beefing with you bitch ass niggas and you shoot it. All right. It's like, they say like seven deaths end up happening behind that shit. And then Shug supposedly put a hit out on fucking uh, Biggie behind the Tupac shit because those Compton Crips fuck with Biggie. They was always, every time uh, Pac, not Pac, uh, Biggie and them come to L.A., they would hang with the Compton Crips because they was, you know, that was their protection. You know, you can't come to L.A. and be in no shit and not hang out with somebody, nigga. And they used to hang out with the Compton Crips. Wow. Like, they, 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 they <laughs> niggas, uh, Puffy would fly them niggas out there to L.A. And they was at, like, the Source Awards and all the awards and shit that's going on in L.A., but in New York. All the awards and shit in New York, he flying them niggas out there to that shit. And he really in deep with the Crip niggas, you know what I'm saying? You know, Suge them, they the blood niggas. So it was really on some, it got into like some super street shit. So they say like literally Pac damn near like died gangbanging. Yeah. And then what's her name died as a victim of what was going on. You know, you take one of us, somebody very, very dear and valuable to us. We're going to take somebody very, very dear and valuable to you. So right when that nigga Biggie came to LA, they put a hit out on the nigga. I don't know why he did that. Because Puffy let him, made him go. He was like, this going to be the best shit ever. He made the Going Back to Cali song. He was already feeling like he need to rectify this shit. You know, Pac was dead. He was like, man, I didn't do nothing to fuck up the West Coast. I never said fuck the West Coast. He like, nigga, I want to show Cali some love. But he had a trip planned to be in London. The night he died, that morning, he was supposed to catch a flight to London. He never <clears throat> caught his flight because he was here living that Cali life. That Cali life fun and bitches, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He like, the weed good, the bitches here, nigga, we ain't gotta go nowhere. So he kicked it in L.A. and went to a party. And the party is where he ended up getting killed there. That's oh. the light. Damn. That's the light, and that's the crazy part is Biggie was riding behind Puffy, and Puffy caught the light, and Biggie them did it. I'm like, that's the weirdest shit, bro. And ain't no way in hell somebody can ride beside me with a gun and I not run this light, bro. I know it's weird, but man, come on, bro. Your car is not in park, my man. I'm for real. Damn. Like, Pac and Biggie. I'm like, why should them men just floor? Because right after they got shot up, Shook floored it and did all this crazy shit and crashed the car. But, damn, man. That shit sad, bro. It kind of made me upset at Pac because I'm like, why you even do that shit? Like, hey, he like, I'm like, really? You started by stomping that dude. Like, I don't know why, Man, but not even that. I'm talking about with Biggie. Like, nigga, you you understand? He get into like, he get upset, but it's more people. He should have went at Jimmy Henchman, bro. 
henchman is the one that you got into it with, and then he end up. It's like this. Who's henchman? Jimmy Henchman's like some big fucking gangster in New York, man. Like he's some real big gangster, man. He like don't fuck with this nigga type nigga. I don't know what part of New York he's from. I don't know what his background is. Like if he's so dope or if he just killed niggas. I don't know what he is. I just know his name is big out there. You don't fuck with Jimmy Henchman. And Pac was talking that shit to Jimmy Henchman. Jimmy Henchman walked up to him in a club after he caught his rape case. He was mad because he thought, because Jimmy Henchman was in a uh, hotel with him. He was like, why y'all niggas ain't get charged? He ain't telling them niggas this, but that's his mindset. It's why my only nigga getting charged. He felt like they set him up. So he was like, when they came over there to him, and he was talking to Vicky in the club. And they came over there, tried to shake his hand, and he just looked at the niggas and walked off. You know, you don't do that to no real G niggas. And then, like, whenever, however long later, they ended up calling Tupac and saying, hey, man, we got $7,000, man. Come record this verse to a song. And Tupac was fighting legal shit. So he was hella broke at that time. So he needed every penny. So he like, hell yeah, I'm coming to the studio. But that's the same nigga you literally just walked off on. The gangster nigga. And then you go to the bottom studio of the floor of the tall ass building. You on the bottom floor. Right when you walk in the building, you get robbed. Who else knew you was coming? He talking about Biggie them knew I was there because they seen me from the roof. Like Biggie them, like Lil C's that was like, what's up, Pac? You know what I'm saying? They was saying that shit from the window. But that ain't no setup. Them niggas ain't, they wasn't saying 2019. You can't move on a beeper that fast, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's some nigga, I know what time he gonna be here, be down there waiting type shit. And he should have went for that shit instead of going that biggie, bro. Just he really wanted it. all the smoke. I yeah. feel like he wanted to please that nigga, what's her name? Uh, <clears throat> Suge, because yeah. Suge already didn't like that nigga Puff. And then, you know, when you in jail, I, I know this from a fact, you get into a desperate mindset. Niggas, that's why some niggas snitch. That's why some niggas kill themselves. That's why some niggas try to escape. That's why some niggas come out that whole crazy and shit. Because you just get into a desperate mindset. We just want to be out there, motherfucker. And when Suge coming in this bitch telling you he can get you up out this hoe, you kind of like, what you need me to do? You know what I'm saying? I ain't got to sell my soul or no shit, bro. I just got to go to war with this nigga. And I can already like go on some Michael Jordan shit, come up with some shit to be mad at. Because I just got shot at the studio. We was all at at the same time. When I can really go at the nigga that invited me to the studio, I'm going to go at the niggas that was just there at the same time. Like, that shit weird to me. And I feel bad because Pac is a strong dude and his mama was a stronger woman. But... Yeah, I, even got, say, I even say, like, when he, kept, when he got out of jail, that's when he just changed. He was just like, I was like, what the fuck? He was angry. Yeah, he was angry. And I felt like he knew, he felt like he was about to go back to prison. He was just out on bail. So he knew he was going to get back convicted. So I felt like he was just going all out anyway. He wanted to actually either get killed or kill a nigga and get life in prison before he ever go back to Clinton Correctional Facility. He like, nigga, I'd rather live and die in L.A. before I fucking go back out there and do anything, nigga. Mm. Like, so I feel like that was part of his craziness in L.A. It was like, I don't have to give a fuck out here because I don't give a fuck. I don't know what I'm facing on the other side of the country. Fuck this shit, nigga. This shit over here is nothing. He just wanted to be a part of something. Damn. That's fucked up. Yeah. That kind of made me think about the other, also the other concept that we was talking about. Um, you know, like, 
how something will be mentioned throughout the news media and shit like that, right? And then out of nowhere, mysteriously, that shit will just disappear. No one will even think of it no more. Or it'll probably get override by some other bullshit that's going on. Like the fucking President Impeachment, for instance. You liking that shit? Not really. It doesn't matter to me. I'm just like, uh, okay, so, alright. They convict him for this shit? No. You got to go to the Senate. Oh, okay. That nigga basically just got indicted, bro. That's it. The grand jury just said, we gonna take the case. That's it, bro. Now the motherfucking Senate gonna say... We don't want to fuck with this nigga. Yeah, we good. Which is kind of cool to me. I'm I'm cool with it. At the same time, I just want to see what 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 what's the benefit? Like what what what, what benefits out this? Like what type of benefits you got? This <clears throat> what happens? That's what happens. The, the, uh, what they said, dog and pony show. Yeah, Man. it's like. But then again, you still got like you know. <clears throat> they just dragging us through the mud. Yeah, but then you know you still got news like girls that are being kidnapped, sex trafficking, and shit like that, and no one's still talking about it. It was a little rave or go like a while ago, but now it's just like, why, why, why is it not being talked about anymore? Because the numbers not right. But this has been going on for years, and I'm just saying that's, that's the funny thing about it because I'm like. I find it, it's like, it's, I don't find it funny, but I'm like, it's so fucked up because it's like, come on, man, this shit's been going on forever, like forever. You don't know how deep this shit goes. Yeah, that's and the fucking men that fucking participate in that shit. You can buy these girls, you can do whatever the fuck you want, that's fucked up. But no one talks about it enough. But yes, it took it for some reason it hit home. Like I don't know, it, it, it hit home because it's like it's so close to our, to our yard and shit like that. It's so close. In Houston, it's from my understanding. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a hub. Is is the hub? I bet I, I wouldn't be surprised if it like if it like you know been going on for years. Out here in Houston, or just in Texas. I see you say years. What about decades? <laughs> Like niggas like been pimping out here forever. Like prostitution so. is like the oldest. It's like the oldest profession in the world. Yeah, but before it was like these, just chicks doing it like they do it now. Man, it was like real pimping. Going yeah, on. yeah, pimping. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, Houston pimping. had a lot of pimping. Yeah, Houston had a yeah, of course. Just like where Atlanta. Atlanta had a lot of pimps. Man. Just like, like where LA. Pimps. But that's why Atlanta and Houston people get along like the OGs because they all on the same wavelength. You know what I'm saying? They already know what's going on. Them niggas be on that same mindset, bro. Like Don Juan, I just know when he come out here to Houston, he don't think you think Don Juan out here doing. He out here fucking with the other pimps, man. He like, man, where them hoes at, man? Where them hoes at? I know you got them hoes. I know you got them hoes. You know what I'm saying? They know them niggas. All they ask about is them hoes. Because they know the hoes bring the dough. And then once you get the dough, you can do more. Shit, now Warren got a fucking stable where it's like shit. I think you just go just fill out an application and become his whole. <laughs> well, here you go, baby. I got an application. You just take this pen and you fill it out for me. And then you give it to me. You give me a ring, baby. And you know, you just chill back. Like, Don Juan's like a fucking. The cool thing about Don Juan is like, he don't really hear about it often, but he's like one of those parents that like he took care of his hoes. And his hoes loved him for it. Well, yeah, because he got a lot of money for him. You get that type of money, plus take care of your hoes. 
I mean, like, dude, he used to bring them home to his mama. His mom used to pick, like, used to, like, give them meals and shit. The only pimp that don't take care of their hoes the broke pimps. Yeah. So they struggling. They want to try to be stingy and shit. And the thing about pimping is, first, you got to really be flashy. So you already got to have your bread together. Real talk. Before you even become a pimp. Hell yeah. You got to have a hustle before pimping. Hell yeah. Because real talk, it's like, in the game, pimps get chose. Hoes just want to fuck with you. Yeah. Off as a club. Mm, yeah. What else be fucking like going like going like missing in the news and shit like that besides sex trafficking? I don't know, bro, but I have a very interesting uh take on something we hadn't even talked about. It's not even a take. It's just like I got something on my mind, bro. What's good? Because when you ask the question about why this had been talked about. Remember I said something about the numbers. It was just making me think about how statistics have made us lose our ways. You know what I'm saying? Analytics have kind of ruined our hearts and ruined our minds in a way to where not us like individually because every time I say stuff like us, I try to include me also, but I'm not trying to say you too because you, I don't know that you take yourself and you feel like that about yourself personally. But at the same time, I just feel like as a people, man, like, an example, I was talking to Jasmine, right? And she was talking about how Lifetime used to have the best movies in the world. Man, Lifetime used to make the best movies. She's like, I don't know why now. They just had the same as this, whatever plot she came up with. She just said they had the same old plots every time. I was like, you know why I think that happened? She's like, why? I said, I think that. They look at the statistics of what the people want to watch, and they just keep making the same shit. You know what I'm saying? Why would we make this when less people are watching it? And we can just keep making this when everybody's watching these things. So they looking at numbers, and their numbers are driving every single thing. That's why when we keep saying, like, movies were better in the 90s and shit like that. Or even when I tell people that Michael Jordan was a more authentic, his stats are more authentic than LeBron James. Because LeBron James live in a numbers-driven society where everything is about the stat. It's yeah. about the record break. It's about being the biggest, baddest, best. Michael Jordan was just that guy, dog. He just happened to have average 30 at the end of the season, you know, at the end of his career. LeBron came in at 18 looking at Mike's numbers like, I have to last long enough to beat this nigga shit. You know what I'm saying? And he has. And he done real good at it. I'm not saying, like, he did a bad thing. Because that's still an amazing feat. Uh, but me, it doesn't put him above Jordan in my eyes. That's what I'm saying. Like Just, cause you, just because you have an amazing feat don't mean you Jordan. Jordan is more than like amazing in my eyes. Like, And I didn't grow up in the Jordan era. I'm still the guy who was in my 20s getting amazed by Jordan shit. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, mm. and I run into a stat. And I, or I, or I watch an old classic video. Or, I, you know, just run into, like, oh, damn, the last nigga do this was Jordan. Jordan did that shit, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was still surprised by shit. So, I caught on to Jordan late, but I did catch on to that nigga. To, like, goddamn, this nigga was, like, unstoppable. And there was a lot of a lot of good niggas around, bro. LeBron was running over that East for a long-ass time, bro. Yeah. Going over nobody. Yeah. And this nigga, Michael Jordan, was in the East. Nigga, the East was popping. Yeah, Every was. night, nigga, that bitch was popping. Oh, shit. 
I ain't gonna lie to you. The West was popping too. Everything was popping in the league then. They had parity, more parity in the league. It's just Michael Jordan was just way better than everybody. Mm-hmm. So it kind of like separated the team that Michael Jordan was on. <clears throat> but back to my point, I'm sorry. I did kind of get caught up on Michael Jordan. That's just how great he is. Stats. Stats. <laughs> and, you know, I was listening to a Bill Clinton podcast and when his impeachment, fake impeachment happened, right? When he got impeached by the fucking Demo- the Republicans and the Democrats acquitted them in the Senate. But one, one thing Bill Clinton was always driven by was statistics, man. The polls was whatever Bill the polls said was what Bill was about. And it wasn't just him. It wasn't him, really. At first, Bill was like, when Bill got in office, he really had a decent heart on something. He did his thing. He, of course, nigga, just because you do your thing don't mean you a fucked up nigga. He just did his thing. But he did have a policy, like, in his mind of, I feel this is right, I'm going to do this. And then he ended up getting an advisor. I forgot the dude's name, but the dude was literally based on polls. He would do a poll on every fucking thing. That's why Bill ended up doing a fucking war on drugs. That's why he ended up doing like a lot of shit for women and shit when he was in office because he was just like, what the fuck do they want? And he never knew what they like. He just like, I'm just a nigga from Arkansas. I don't know what the fuck these people want, to be honest, but I'm just going to do what I feel is right. That nigga came in this bitch and was doing all the fucking polls, nigga. So literally, every almost every decision he made from that point on was based on the polls because it was shit that he wanted to do. But the nigga would say, like, nah, bro, the people don't want that shit. He'd be like, you know what? I'm going to do what the people want. That's why when Bill was going through the worst shit like Trump going through right now, that nigga approval rating was rising. People was like, yeah, we feel like he did something wrong, but we don't feel like he should be impeached. Like, nobody wanted that nigga out the office at the same time because they felt like he was reaching out to them. He's like, we're not going to get nobody else in the office that's going to fuck with us like this. But they didn't even know that. He was just reading the numbers. The same thing that people are doing now. But that's what kind of makes more things inauthentic. Because you're not doing it more genuinely because you feel like it's right or because you feel like it's cool or because you just want to try it. You feel like, damn, that shit got 2,091 likes. I'm going to like it too now. Or if it got just one like, you don't want to be the second nigga like it. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of like how we're driven by numbers and statistics. And it kind of makes us more inauthentic, in my belief. Yeah. Just give whatever the people want. Yeah. Even though I don't think you can do that in politics. I don't think politicians will roll with that anyways. Not really, but I'm, I'm telling you, man, I can give you the, the link to the podcast. If you listen to it, they can understand it. You are, I'll probably find an episode for you and everything. Mm-hmm. You would understand it better if they said it because I'm more than probably saying it a little wrong, but that was the the the... the, the most of it was that a lot of stuff, and it might have been stuff that, okay, let me, I do have a better uh way to say it. Let's say that, I'm not saying that he could just say, we're doing this now, right? I'm saying that he can speak out for and against things, and that's what he did. He spoke out for the things the people want, and he spoke out against the things they were against. Mm. You know what I mean? Oh, which made him, man. yeah, which made him look like he was with them, but he really, like, like a John F. Kennedy type thing. Yeah, I just want to see what the fuck y'all want. You know what I'm saying? Whatever y'all want, I'm going to get out there and say, y'all want me to say, my fucking purple is the best color in the world. I'm going to have my next press Purple conference. is the best color in the world. In the world. And I want you guys to know it. 
in America, yeah. Yeah. we might be the red, white, and blue, yeah. but we gonna stand behind some purple. Purple, you yeah. know, they gonna hold it down America. for the purple. It's just yeah. whatever the statistics say is what he gonna roll with, and that's kind of smart as a president because what else do you do? You just a nigga from Arkansas, bro. You don't know what the fuck everybody. You can do some things that you know are right. Don't yeah. be no dumb nigga. Be like a father. They have like four or five kids. You gotta see what the fuck they wanna eat. Don't be in that bitch just trying to cook some shit and think, man, y'all better eat that shit tonight. <laughs> and you gonna have four kids screaming. You might have one nigga love that shit tonight, but you gonna have four kids like, daddy, this ain't what the fuck popping tonight, nigga. Hell no. Did you know what we had for lunch today? Yeah, hey, whip up some shit. Hell yeah, whip it up, nigga. We'll wait a little longer, bro. <laughs> so I feel like communication was the nation, bro. I'm gonna say that a lot in these podcasts because that's one of the things I say when I have a problem with somebody. I just always tell them, just communicate with me. That's it. It always boils down to a little communication would have made this okay. In the last podcast, the homegirl read my my horoscope, which I don't really give a fuck about horoscopes, and it kept saying I need to communicate, and it kept saying communicate throughout the whole shit and verbalize. You need to verbalize, bro. I'm big on communication. Was the crazy part about it is I'm, I'm one way with it, to be honest with you. Like, I have a problem with communicating with you, but I have a problem if you don't communicate with me. Mm-hmm. Not if, like, I reach out to you, like, I hit you up and be like, what's up, bro? If you don't hit me back, I don't have a problem. That's not called you not communicating with me. But let's say you say, I'm on my way, bro. Be outside waiting. But you just so happy to want to stop by and sit down and eat a fucking burger at Burger King. You know what I'm saying? But you was supposedly two minutes away. But now you're going to be, like, 15 minutes extra. I feel like, bro, you could have communicated that to me, bro. And I could have easily been in the house chilling, bro. You got me standing outside for an extra 15 minutes. Plus two minutes on time. Plus the two minutes, bro. Come on, man. <laughs> like, easily communicate, bro. I'm finna sit down and eat. I'm gonna call you back when I fucking get close again. Okay, cool. Got That's you. cool with me. Be standing outside 20 It's all minutes. about communication. Man. Of course. Of course. Yes, sir. <laughs> gotta communicate. Verbalize. <laughs> Hyperbolized, not I guess whatever that word means. I don't know what hyperbolized means. It's probably a word though. In twenty twenty, it's probably a word. I'm sure. Hyperbolized. It probably means to still blow things out of proportion. I mean, for hyperbolize, what you need to do is hyperbolize the formula. Then maybe it will sound better. To make the vial very potent. This nigga here on some scientist shit. <laughs> Oh, fucking Johnny's Laboratory. Fucking right, son. Over here, we make LSD. Nah, I'm not lying. Bro, what strain you got? What? What strain you got? What you mean? My marijuana. Oh, I got this uh, strain called Space Queen. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. It's a nice little sativa. I don't smoke marijuana. No, I'm messing with you. <laughs> Ain't gonna put me on blast like that. That's why I was laughing. That's why I was laughing. I think I think they know we smoke, yo. I know, but that's why I was laughing because I put you out there and I'm like, yeah, I don't smoke marijuana. Like, come on, bro, that's my last shit. I'm like, yeah, I got some green crack and some Smarties. Yeah, we just got finished smoking some green crack. It was actually pretty good, man. Gotta try the Smarties out, bro. I hope I got some more rolls in my house, but. But anyways, man, shit. Anything else to talk about, my nigga? I might go for a run tomorrow. 
you going for a run? I was actually thinking about going running. Well, ask me why that's big news. What's good? You can't ask me though. What's the big news? You can't ask me that question. You supposed to ask me why is that big news? Why is that big? Why is that big news? Because I hadn't had a run all year, bro. Okay. I've been going through uh, problems with my body, bro. On your legs. Now my body. fucking my midsection, like everything, my my back, my motherfucking chest. My stomach, my shoulder, like everything. But you play basketball, so that's like some of a physical sport. Yeah, but I'm talking about like fucked up, fucked up, like like out of work for a week type shit. Sometimes out of work a couple of days here and there. Like I had a bad year health wise, and I feel like I should end the year by waking up tomorrow morning and going for a fucking long ass run. So I say long run. It'll be pretty long because last time I went hooping, bro, my legs were shot. That just let you know I hadn't been running. All I can been doing all this year is walking. Man, that's how I like, guess. I'm, I'm, like, whenever you, like, that's sad, dog. Whenever, like, you know, you, you, you start working and shit, and you start relaxing, it's like, I don't know. It's like your body just moves differently, man. Nah, I wasn't. I had some shit going on, bro. I had fucked some shit up. I had, it's like all my old injuries start coming back. Like what? Like, what, crack ribs or something? Nah, I ain't had no crack rib. When I was young, I was, like, 19, 20. I fucked my shoulder up. I don't remember exactly what I was doing. I just remember when I used to shower, I couldn't, like, reach back like I wanted to. My shit was fucked up. And that shit just went away magically, right? And that shit came back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so it was away for a while. You were like, yeah, that shit comes right back. I was playing basketball probably sometime last year. And I was going for a loose ball. And I saved the ball, but I ran into the fucking metal post. And fuck my back up. Damn. And I was hurt for like a day and a half. And shit magically went away. And that Damn shit man. came back. Like, which part of your back? <laughs> which part of your back? My lower back. Yeah, that, 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 that bad motherfucking spot right there, man. And then I don't know what was going on with my chest, man. It just seemed like I was having some chest pains and shit. But everything good with my chest now. I'm going to take a run tomorrow morning. Uh, Right? Some shit down. That's damn that like I'm listening. I was actually thinking about taking a run tomorrow. That shit make my ankles, me like my ankles all fucked up and shit, so I'm gonna try to see how, how I move. That shit made me sad to when I said that I ain't been running all year, I just been walking. I'm like, that's fucking totally true. That's exactly why when I went to play basketball after the first game, nigga, my legs felt like they never felt before, and I done played 10 games, 12 games before, you know what I'm saying? They were shot, but I've never in my life, sit, like, not ran. I've always had a jog or something in me. Like, this year, I had a good walk in me. I jog a little bit. I kind of trot. I trot a little bit because my body and shit just wasn't comfortable. I've not toured this lately. As I've been more so, but I ain't been running, like, taking a jog shit. i just been... I can run. I can run. I've been in a warehouse. I got to get over here. I just take off running. I'm like, damn, man, it felt good running. So it makes me... Yeah, like, I used to do that shit. I need to take a run. It sucks now. I walk. can't really run that much. <sighs> Probably clean the tub out, take a soak, and just enjoy my Saturday, man. Watch some shit or something. I don't know. Play Fortnite. LSU versus Oklahoma. Watch football. Go Tigers. Fucking right. I don't really care. I, I kind of do. I, don't know. I just really hope because Clemson beat Ohio State because I want to see Clemson play in the national championship again. Mm. 
probably against LSU Tigers and Tigers, right? Playing uh, the Superdome. True, true. That would be kind of cool to see uh, Clemson beat LSU in Louisiana. It would make no sense for me to go back to the city unless I got tickets to the game. Nah, nigga, unless you had a hotel room. That's all you need out there now, nigga. If you had a good room with you in the mix, that's all you need. Yeah, true. I feel you. Uh, I shit. watched the game at a bar or something. Down the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, enjoy the I city. I need somewhere to rest my head. Enjoy the city and some ladies. Uh, yeah, the yeah. city going to be lit. Everybody from Louisiana going to be in New Orleans. This is like a Louisiana reunion, nigga. <laughs> and I can go out there from Texas and just... Blend in. Hell nah. Okay. I don't blend in with no Louisiana people. I love them though. I ain't gonna lie to you. My girl from Louisiana, so you my homie. You know you from Louisiana, so I don't have no problem with. It. I'm just like they're different than me, bro. They culture is more thicker than mine. You know I don't come from. I feel like a lost kid, bro. Uh-huh. Like I'm not on no sad shit. Not no lost kid. I just feel like you know. No, I don't know. I don't want. I don't want to get too much into it. But the culture in Louisiana is just very thick, bro. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, man, ready to log out? Man, hell no. Nah. We're going all night. We're gonna do all night stream now, man. Oh shit! I'm about to say. I'm like, yo, okay, let's roll it all night, man. Shit, we gotta get some weed, man. Shit, y'all want to roll to the store with us? Hey, my name is Jmo Seven One Three, man. Oh. Uh, PlayStation, man, link up with me. If you link up with me, please, please, please let me know you reached out to me because you listened to the podcast. That should have made me feel so good, man. That'd be tight. I should put my PlayStation login, but we'd be like duo partners and shit on Fortnite type shit. Like, That's all right. J A M O seven one three. All right. Fuck Instagram. Like you can catch me on that later and shit. I might, you know, eventually I'm gonna light my Instagram up and. Just tell you where the fire at, you know what I'm saying? But right now, I'm just on that PlayStation kicking ass on Fortnite. Really taking a lot of L's, but I take them with pride, so you ain't got to worry about me being a so loser, bro. That's how I can tell you, bro. You ain't got to worry about me being a so loser, bro. I can take the L, bro. I can I know how to win, but I can take the L, bro. We're going to win a couple games, bro. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, you got that. <laughs> We're going to win a couple games. All right, shit. And, um, yeah. <laughs> Johnny, whatever, man, you know what I'm saying? That Johnny look right here, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to be trying to work on a mixtape, and I'm going to probably just release it whenever. Um, I don't know when I'm going to really, really do it, but don't worry, I'm going to get it done soon. And we should have more platforms that we're going to be posting the song, so just stick with us. Sure. Hope you listen to us. Give my nigga a ring on PSN. J A M O seven one three. If you hit that Fortnite, you hear me? Just on PlayStation. Period. Yeah, it's on PlayStation, uh, man. We don't, man. We, I'm sorry, we don't fuck around with the Xbox. I'm sorry. It's not that we don't fuck around with Xbox. We just got PlayStations. Sorry. Yeah. And I got a computer, but I don't play computer games. So. Yeah, man, my computers are really built for fucking PC games. It sucks. And uh, try playing Fortnite, man. Man, my homeboy was just like stuck in the air. Yeah, I can play Fortnite on the computer though. But I could probably play it. It ain't, it ain't the best. I rather play split screen. PC gamers would think differently. Let's go. All right, my nigga. So you ready? Ready to be out? Oh yeah, man. We went for an hour. Yes, sir. All right, yo. Hope y'all listen to this shit. Sure.
episode six. Peace out. Woo.